0: The altcoin is not a political movement. And just how much does the public know about Bitcoin? And guess what? More free stellar lumens coming your way. But you gotta be fast. All this happening on episode number 13 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Buckle in, here comes the liftoff. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Who's that? Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious people like me, Joel Com, and my co-host Travis Wright. Hey, Travis.
1: Hey, Mister Joel Com. Happy! Uh, this is actually the uh, eclipse day that we're recording this. So, happy eclipse day to you.
0: I came, I saw, I eclipsed, and uh, the great darkening happened. Although in Denver. Uh, It was 92% eclipsification, and honestly, it really didn't dim all that much, so I was a little disappointed.
1: Yeah, I'm here in the Kansas City area, and I specifically chose a campground to go to, and it was raining and so (laughs) it said all week not going to rain it's going to be beautiful and then so you know i did what any you know super dad would do in that moment let's break down our camper real quick we're going south let's find (laughs) let's find cloudless sky and uh, we got to see about five seconds of totality it got really really dark you got to hear the cicadas and the crickets coming out really dark really creepy got to see it just a little bit through the clouds pretty cool
0: well, uh, what is it? Another zillion years until it happens like this again. Hey, what do you think of the new tagline that I came up with? The Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious. Do you like it?
1: It's not bad, not bad at all for people who like to buy crypto.
0: So would that make them buy curious? They
1: would be buy oh, curious. Very nice. yes. I didn't even know
0: you were setting me up for I that knew, one. I Totally
1: didn't. knew I was setting you up for that one.
0: Hey the uh, the bad coin giveaway carries on my friends if you have not gotten your 50,000 free bad coin from the bad crypto 000. podcast mm-hmm. then go to the facebook page and look for the big image of the big red bad coin and uh, the instructions for setting up your free bitshares wallet and claiming your bad coin will be there i know we've given away millions, millions of bad coin of- Millions. And here's what's really interesting is that some people have listed some for sale and others have already bought bad coin on the BitShares Exchange. So I guess there already is some value to it because some people are thinking maybe these guys are going to be doing something with this and there'll be inherent value.
1: They are wrong. But uh <laughs> We are are actually doing stuff with them. Uh, It's it's, it's just a fun project that we, you know, we had chatted with uh, Michael Taggart over, uh, who's the evangelist at BitShares. And we said, you know, how cool would it be to create our own coin? And so we did. And there's going to be some uses for the coin down the road. And so we just don't just, know what. Yeah, we're trying to figure out the mecha- mechanisms of it, you know, and, and, and attorney stuff. What can we do? What can we not do? What should we not do? What should we do? So we're figuring all out all the things. But instead, we said, hey, we're just going to give them away. And we've given away almost more than there are Bitcoin in circulation, right?
0: Uh, something like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. All I 18 know million, is 18 million, something? We're bad. We're we very, so bad. Very... Bad. So we got a message from Thailand. Why don't you read that?
1: Yeah. Jeff Fiklo, uh from Thailand. He sent us a message. Greetings from Thailand. Love, love, love the podcast. That's three loves. That's a lot of love. Uh, I've listened to all episodes, fun and informative as a result of your show. My 13-year-old son has turned his Alienware PC into a Bitcoin miner, racking in Bitcoin while sleeping and in school. Best part is he's learning about blockchain and cryptocurrencies at an early
0: age. Mm, you're never too young to crypto, uh, and I, Nor I think too it's pretty old. cool. Yeah, yeah he's cool. putting his PC to uh, to good use and mining while he's not playing uh, Call of Duty or whatever he's doing.
1: That's right. My son is actually, he's 15. He's doing the same thing. He's actually had some challenges. He uh, was trying to mine Monero. And, um, so he was going through that whole process and he, he got a hiccup in the road and then, uh, he, he, um uh, so we're, we're working on getting that figured out, but I think that's, that's great. He's very interested. He'll come down and let me know, Hey dad, did you see Neo? Look at the price of Neo today. Oh, uh. you know, so he's getting into it, which is pretty fun and exciting to have your, have your kiddo being part of the whole shenanigans as well. And actually, if you were part of the Lumens first giveaway, he actually was the one to, send them so put them oh, in. oh awesome
0: mail. well yeah, yeah. more about lumens coming up this episode and uh the message from jeff is just one of the many that we get from you and here's a voicemail that came in from jesus hey joe and travis my name's jesus i've actually been listening to the show for about two weeks already and i think you guys are doing a great job uh so i've actually been researching about cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology for about two to three months already and it got me thinking recently. Uh, you know, all these cryptocurrencies exist because of blockchain technology. So, my question is: is what is to stop all these all these industries out there that blockchain could potentially disrupt to making their own platform using that same blockchain technology and make all these other cryptocurrencies irrelevant? A fantastic question hey zeus and by the way there are no stupid questions only stupid people that ask stupid questions <laughs> no no, i'm kidding <laughs> well, not that the, i mean there are stupid people there but there are a lot you, of stupid people yeah you're our listeners and you clearly are not so all of your questions are brilliant well this one about blockchain i think you know there's a it took me a little bit to understand that there's not just a blockchain right trev
1: there's To blockchains. There's many of them. Actually, each one of the cryptocurrencies has their own blockchain technology, or they are building on the backbone of an existing. Uh, blockchain technology utilizing you know some of those other services right so right because
0: because litecoin it uses the same blockchain technology as bitcoin right it's Mm -hmm. built on the the same blockchain but many of the currencies are creating their own blockchain a blockchain is a technology but then there's individual blockchains that are used to transmit blocks of data depending upon the token
1: Absolutely. So uh, your question is, it's an interesting question because, so his question is, Is you know, what's going to stop all these industries out there um, that, that uh, blockchain is going to potentially disrupt from creating their own form of the same blockchain technology, right, and to make all these other cryptocurrencies of their own? Well, that's one of the interesting things that um, I've done some research on to see because, you know, there is the dollar is the world's global reserve currency. And people who are in charge of the dollar really want the dollar to remain in power. So I would assume that they are going to create their own sort of blockchain technology down the road. It's probably already in development. Uh, And so, you know, we'll have to take take a look at that. I think that all of them are built on their own blockchain technology. And so they have their own... Uh, processing and process that they go through. And if you're really interested in secure privacy overall and making sure that, you know, nothing can disrupt these down the road, I think Monero is the one that has the most privacy built into it. Uh, so I think that's that's an interesting one that I like to take a look at. Uh, I'm not making any financial uh, you know, investment advice at all. I'm just saying that's a very, very secure one. So if that's one of your issues, you want to make sure that uh, you are staying secure and private, then that is one of the coins that, uh, that you might be interested in from an altcoin perspective.
0: And speaking of disclaimers, make sure you read the disclaimer on our website and listen at the end of the show so that you take full responsibility for your money and your investments. And now let's put on our Walter Cronkite hat and go to the news. And now the state of the market report with Travis and Joel. Travis, what's the state of the market?
1: (laughs) The state of the market is wonderful.
0: (laughs) there there be coins out there, matey.
1: (laughs) There's treasure, matey. there be gold in them hills. Uh, You know,
0: you you always see this picture of these pirates kind of biting into a coin, you know, to make sure it's real. How do you bite into a Bitcoin with just a little bit?
1: Yeah, just a little nibble. Just a a tiny bite.
0: Bitcoin's hovering around 4,000 right now, and there's already some fear, uncertainty, and doubt about the next fork which is supposed to take place in november right the hard fork where there's allegedly going to be another change in the code and maybe some miners will be on board and maybe some won't and of course this is what's contributed to bitcoin cash still being relatively strong as of this recording uh yesterday it hit 900 today it's back around 600 let's talk volatility here uh ethereum is a little higher than it's been, uh peaking out around 320 and Litecoin hitting 48 as a high today. So um, definitely a lot of uncertainty Ooh, and and by the way a nice that,
1: bounce too. ripple bounced up 24 percent today it's up to almost 20 cents a coin after chilling around 20 uh, 15 cents for a long time so that's interesting yeah. to see that one bounce
0: and we're going to talk a little bit about ripple today in our altcoin segment uh travis i posted a poll on my twitter account joel yesterday Pol? joel poll it's a com. Um, I've got about 870,000 people following me on Twitter. So when I post a poll, you watch the votes come in in real time, really quickly. Uh, And I I gave you a screenshot of it. The question was, how much do you know about Bitcoin Bitcoin? And I really wanted to gauge, you know, how new are people? And why don't we go ahead and review the results? There, there was still eight hours left, but there was 1,808 votes when I took the screen cap.
1: Okay, there's about 2,000 votes now. And okay. if you're asking me how much I know about, I've never heard of it. What is, what is this Bitcoin thing? It sounds right. interesting.
0: So what percentage of people said, uh, we, we gave them four choices. I've never heard of it, heard of it, but no idea. I know just a little and I know quite a bit and Twitter only lets you have four responses. When you make a poll, I would have put a fifth one in there between I know just a little, and I know quite a bit to Mm -hmm. gauge, you know what those people were. Uh, But uh, once you go ahead and review the results for us,
1: the the fifth one could have been, my name is Satoshi Nakamoto. (laughs) I know a little, I know a little something. something. So 13% have never heard of it. Uh, Mm. That's wild. Like, where have you been? Are you under a rock? You've never even heard of Bitcoin ever? They live in Iraq? What? They live under our Iraq in old Babylonia. Um, th- 33% of them have heard of it, but they have no idea about it. 39% they know just a little bit of Bitcoin in my life. And 15% know quite a bit about Bitcoin.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Well, wow, that's I mean, that's really telling. So if you add up the I've never heard of it and heard of it, but no idea, they're pretty much in the same uh, basket of complete newbies. Right. So that's 46 percent of the people that responded utterly clueless about bitcoin self-admitted not you know it's nothing wrong with that it's just that it's not been in their realm and then another 39 percent that know just a little now i i would like to know what it does just a little mean but um you know would you say if you were going to answer it now would you say i know just a little or i know quite a bit
1: well i think that since we've done this show you know we've 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 been taking information in by the fire hose, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would say that where I am now versus the rest of the population, I mean we're, we're probably in the ninety nine percentile of people who know about cryptocurrencies at this point, just because it's still such a nascent space, but. I couldn't go out and code any blockchain technology on any business.
0: I mean, I couldn't. Well, you're never going to do that. That's yeah. not that's not your yeah. gig. But I, um,
1: I'm not, I still haven't really fully figured out how to make mining work effectively yet. I mean, so it's like, so I don't know what level of uh, knowledge do I have. I'm not sure somewhere somewhere in there.
0: Yeah, I would. Well, I mean, I would put myself between I know just a little and I know quite a bit, which is why I wanted the fifth response. But it just goes to show you that we are still in a um, new industry that is still in the early adopter phase. And even though Bitcoin is hovering around $4,000, there are those that predict that it could hit a half a million in just a few years. And you know i don't know there's there's so much volatility who knows for sure but you know you mentioned uh mining and there's a story that popped up on bloomberg uh technology and we'll put this in the show notes it says these companies stand to gain the most from the cryptocurrency rush and it's really uh, it's it's not about companies that are issuing cryptocurrency it's about those that will benefit from mining
1: yeah and you know there's actually a um An old parable about that from back in the day that when the gold rush of, uh, you know, 1849 happened in California, there was so many people who rushed out there to to stake their gold, right, and, and mine it. And the people who made the most money were the ones selling the mining equipment.
0: The picks and the shovels, right? The picks
1: and the shovels. Those were the ones that made the most money. So they're saying this in this article here that, you know, NVIDIA, uh, you know, they have a a lot to to gain on this because they manufacture the graphic processing units that are used by gamers and by digital currency miners, right? Mm -hmm. So some of these GPUs can cost as much as $1,200. And uh, that's a quite a bit of money, money.
0: Yeah, I have an NVIDIA card because I'm a gamer and mine was probably about $300 about a year ago. And remember, we talked in a previous episode in the episode about mining, which uh, for those that are interested would be episode number four. Bitcoin mining what the fork um, that I tried mining Ethereum and I felt like it just ate up every bit of my computer power where I couldn't do anything else on it. So I will not be mining.
1: Yeah. He didn't have the power. It's getting (laughs) kind of hectic. It's getting kind of hectic.
0: (laughs) If I had done that, I would edit that out. But since you did it, I'm leaving it in. Yeah. So NVIDIA (laughs) is certainly. You are a hater. I hate when I do bad, but I love when you do. Uh, AMD, Advanced Micro Devices, is another company. They make their Radeon graphics cards uh, that are in demand, apparently from Ethereum miners. Uh, Look at there, there comes Ethereum again. Of course, uh, the old standby is Intel, because allegedly if it has Intel inside the processor, it's supposed to be able to do some great work mining. And the last one is Micron. Technologies uh, out of Boise, and they are the largest U.S. maker of memory chips.
1: Yeah. And check out the check out the the growth that some of these companies have had. So, Nvidia they've climbed forty five percent this year in their stock value. Uh, they've tripled in the past year, more than tripled in the past year. Uh, uh, AMD they've almost tripled in the past twelve months. Intel and eh, they've only gained about seventeen percent in the last year or so. And uh, Micron Technology. They have more than doubled in the past 12 months. So clearly, um, you know, uh, cryptocurrency mining has had an impact on those four companies. So good stuff. Yeah.
0: So there's more to making potential money investing in crypto than the crypto itself. And on that note, let's do some training. What do you think?
1: Let's get into it.
0: Hey, guys. My name is Angelo from Chicago, Illinois. I really appreciate your podcast. I've learned a great deal. Uh, My question for you is I'm trying to better understand what the functional uses of all these alternative coins that are out there. You know, I understand with a Bitcoin, I can actually use it to purchase some product at different uh, retail sites that are out there. But I think when it comes to all these other alternative coins, I'm trying to just understand what is their functional use obviously i could sell them for us dollar i could sell them for other coins but maybe it would be helpful if you could give us some uh, real examples of how some of these coins would be used aside for aside from just trading them for cash or other types of coins thanks a lot
1: angelo great question so I would say these, you know, we have a link here in the show notes that that uh, goes over 70 of the top different altcoins and the problems that they're looking to solve. But that's interesting is that they are solving unique problems. And that's how you determine, really, that's one of the factors of how you determine which uh, of these altcoins is a good investment for you, right? So if you're taking a look at this and you say, hmm, which ones do I want to invest in? Well, you want to find one that that has a strong team that's using strong technology, right? And so you can go and read the white paper and whatnot. But you also want to know who uh, or which of these companies are, are solving unique problems. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of these different ones out there. I mean, there's a thousand different Cryptocurrencies currencies and, and crypto assets out there. And again, we've talked about in the past, some of them are no good and they call them shit coins. You don't want to really invest in those. They don't solve problems. Uh, the ones that do solve problems are the ones that, that will inherently have the most value. So, for example, if we're just talking about Bitcoin, what is the problem that it is aiming to solve? Well, the world economy is too connected and the long-term is unstable. So Bitcoin is a long-term investment vehicle separate from fiat-based instruments, i.e. dollars, fiat currency, which is printed out of thin air. So it's a, it's a way to hedge a bet on the U.S. dollar. That's the, that was the original purpose of Bitcoin when Satoshi Nakamoto came up with it back in 2009 and said, hey, the 2008 crash has just happened. We need to find a way to build a better money. And this has inspired all kinds of different uh, new currencies
0: right and in a previous episode we've talked about ethereum and how it's built for a, a different purpose and that is with all these icos that are taking place ethereum creates a platform that um issues smart contracts the their legal contracts because you know how paperwork can be right but ethereum builds the whole contract system into the uh the token and the exchange of it and it allows uh really a lot of these companies to go public with a coin offering in a really simple way and uh, so if you want to know more about ethereum look back on the episode titled welcome to the ethereum now there's another one that you both you and i have invested a little bit of change in which is the chinese counterpart of ethereum called neo or formerly known as ant shares
1: absolutely and neo slash ant shares is exactly what Joel said. It is the, um, you know, Chinese counterpart to Ethereum. Now, traditionally, you know, Joel and I are in the technology and marketing space. And if you've noticed, you know, they don't allow Google really in uh, China. They don't allow Facebook in China. Um, They instead have created their own technologies that they utilize and their own search engines and their own sort of social networking platforms. And then they have Alibaba, which is, you know, one of the largest... Uh, technology companies in the world, if not, I, I'm pretty sure that it is China, China's top technology company at this point. I've not looked at the list recently, but uh, so they tr- they normally like to do it on their own and build their own technology. And I noticed this back when it was two, three dollars a pop, and uh, and I said, man, wow, if they're able to execute and become. China's Ethereum and building smart contracts on top of that, then this could be a really really interesting one. And so I know Joel and I have both sort of jumped on this one and it's gone over $50 and then it's gone down to 30 something dollars and it's kind of hanging out. Yeah, up. it's
0: currently sitting at $35.47, which is really, you know, it um, It had a great run. It had been sitting around $5 since early July and then multiplied 10 times. So, you know, these things work a lot like stocks. You have a, a solid run, a big run up, and then people take money off the table because they're looking at massive profits. And then it finds a new base, right? This new place on the... Um, Uh, the time, not a timeline, and it's market cap that um, kind of... It's the
1: space-time continuum, Marty.
0: That's exactly what I was trying to say. Thank (laughs) you for helping me find the right words. And if it finds stability there and the company continues to issue news, which demonstrates they're moving forward, then it could help to lift the price on the next rise. And if you look at Bitcoin and Neo, and and most of the currencies that have... um, risen over time you'll see this pattern it goes up comes back a little bit and rests and finds a you know a nice uh, stable um area where what do they call it Where are at um not not a convergence a uh it's almost like they con-
1: do a little sprint and then they're like okay we got to take a little break here we got to get a breather
0: it's like they all right let's go do dance, <laughs> make a little love bitcoin tonight uh, so anyway, Neo solves a really unique problem. And I thought we'd look at a few of the others that we really haven't mentioned much in the past. And one of them that caught my attention is Dash. And Dash is a really consumer friendly cryptocurrency and one of the things we're going to seek to do as we bring in people that are conducting ICOs or that have existing currencies is try to find ones that are easy to understand and, and relevant to a mass consumer market and Dash is one of those because they say that digital currencies should be consumer friendly and so their goal is to have a process built in the network that makes it easy to fund marketing and development of Consumer-friendly products.
1: Yep. and it is one of the five main crypto coins that are popping up in those ATMs that we've been seeing around, right? So, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dash, Monero, and what was the other one? Do you remember? Uh, right.
0: Yes, don't remember. But Dash is currently number eight in market capitalization with a 2.1 billion dollar market cap sitting at 280 dollars per coin it actually had a nice little run up this week i'm not sure what the news was but the circulating supply is low it's about it's less than half of bitcoin there's only 7.5 million in change dash that are in circulation so really be interesting to uh to watch them what do we got next on the list
1: Next on the list, after Dash, we have Waves and uh, Waves. Amber
0: Waves of Grain.
1: Am, amber Waves of Grain. So it, it lists their problem as ICOs on Ethereum are slow. They should happen much, much faster on an easier platform with a decentralized exchange. So they're sort of going after Ethereum and the ICOs, and they're doing it in their own unique way. So uh, that is interesting. Have we did seen you, uh, we seen did you download ICOs
0: on Waves? Uh-huh. Yeah, so have you have you grabbed the Waves wallet?
1: Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure, quite frankly. I got so many wallets, Joel. <laughs> uh, I got wallets in my wallets.
0: Uh, your wallets really are right cool. next to your stack I, of silver I, coins.
1: I, I think I do have the Waves one. If but if I do, I've not played with it as much as I do with my silver.
0: Okay, it's, it's actually it's pretty interesting. It's a Chrome plug-in that opens up the wallet, and um, obviously you buy Waves and, and either buy them on the platform or transfer them into the wallet, and then you can exchange a number of other currencies on it. But what I found most interesting is that on the Waves platform, you can create your own token your own currency if you will you know we created one on the BitShares platform and for the currency we created uh, it was something like $23 worth of BitShares but you can create a token on the Waves platform for one wave and right now a wave is I'm looking for it $4.36 that's all it takes for you to create your own token now i'm not sure about the utility that that token can have but if i wanted to go on there and just create joel coin i could do that for just over four dollars and have my own token that i could then issue and i guess make tradable
1: you could yeah and it looks like i do actually have that particular that we were thinking about right building our currency on waves and then we discovered how easy it was to do it on bit shares as well so we decided to do that so i do have uh that wallet as well so yeah again these are solving different problems and what's the next one on the list we have Gollum. that's that's the guy off of uh, lord of the rings my precious right is that his name? Yeah. So, what was his Gollum. Name? Gollum.
0: <laughs> so, Gollum, here's the idea behind this utility is that your computer sits idle a whole lot, right? It's when you, you know, when you go to sleep, perhaps you're gone to the office for the day. What's that? I don't know because I work at home all day. But the idea behind Gollum is that you should be able to rent out your computer processor time for a number of different tasks when uh, you're away. Hmm.
1: Well, my computer is actually a laptop and I take it with me. So it's, and, and I don't know if I want it actively burning up all my, all my juice while I'm gone. I'd be like, Oh, My computer only lasted two years. Thank you. That's good. I got to buy a new one now. Does Gollum help replace that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, certainly there's a a lot of questions behind that. And I think that it's still in alpha testing right now. As you know, a lot of these realize when you choose to invest in a altcoin, it could be at any uh, place on the development map. Sometimes it's just the idea and the concept that you're buying into. Sometimes they've already got, you know, an alpha or a beta and other times they've got a product that's ready to bring the market and they're just raising funds with the ICO so that they can fund bringing that product to market. And this will always show up on the website, you know, in their uh, white paper and their timeline. So uh, next up, we've got one that you and I can both really relate to because it is focused on the idea of content creators being paid in a currency that's decentralized uh, for the content that we create and post to social media, and it's called Steam. S T E E M. Steam, get on
1: top. Steam. That's, I see. Well, Wait, what? Who did that one? That's
0: Prince. Okay, I was thinking of Peter Gabriel.
1: Ah, okay. Because totally
0: he different. did. I want Steam. Yeah, different, totally, totally different, different song. Different. Hopefully, totally. y'all are now singing along and Googling um, <sighs> these songs. I, I really like the concept behind Steam, and they have a platform that's called SteamIt. So, mm-hmm. SteamIt.com is and you can open your wallet there and you make posts like you would on Reddit or Facebook or wherever. But if people comment or upvote or re-Steam, which is a way of saying sharing or retweeting, you actually earn real Steam currency into your wallet. I actually
1: just, I just claimed my first amounts. I just logged into my account. So um, you should connect with, we don't, our our, um, Bad Crypto Podcast one is not, we've, we've actually submitted it, but it hasn't approved it or activated that account yet for some reason. So he is Joel Com, and I am at T W T E E D U B Y A. So if you are on Steam, it go follow both of us because we we'd like some followers there. But what's interesting is I just claimed some rewards, so I just got two point six seven SBD, which is the Steam um, dollars, I suppose. Right? What is it? The SBD uh, yeah, Steam dollars? Yep. And then I also got 3.4 steam power. So steam, the more steam power you have, the stronger your votes are. So if you vote and upvote somebody's comment or upvote somebody's post, then you're actually contributing dollars to them, which is interesting. Yeah, I, do,
0: I don't fully understand that yet. I know it's there. And, uh, and yay, I'm glad it is. I just don't fully get it and some people are
1: uh, going to some big fat cash if you go to SteamIt.com and then click on trending you can yeah. see like the articles that have happened so first dude steam exchange that almost always has deposits and withdrawals working $297 it's made. Ron Paul on anarchy, running for president in the Federal Reserve and Bitcoin. $385 this person has made by blogging. It's got 955 upvotes and 170 comments. And so it's interesting to look at this and see. You know, I've seen some articles that have had a couple grand worth of uh, money that people have made. So if you are a blogger and love to uh, create prolific content, this might be a place that you want to uh, to get engaged on uh, to earn yourself some crypto because you could then take your crypto that you earn here trade it on out back to the exchange and those steam dollars are worth what a buck buck 20 right now something like that yeah
0: something, something like that Uh, Here's another example of a currency that has its own use. It's called Ripple, and we've talked about Ripple briefly before in passing. It's one of the, what is it, number three or four in uh, market cap right now, but there's billions of them in circulation, and it's something like 18 cents today. This is a coin that was developed by the banks because in a banking system, there's all these different ledgers, thousands of ledgers across all these different systems around the world and ripple aims to make moving cash from place to place a lot simpler it's a way more efficient system and it's super fast like i've moved ripple before and it's not like bitcoin where you're waiting 10 20 minutes for the token you're to like show up like, <gasps> yeah the it's, bitcoin again. <sighs> it's lightning not to be confused with lightning payments which are something that's coming to light coin soon and along the um the same uh, uh, what I'm having a hard time with the words today words are hard mm-hmm. along the same lines as ripple is this is going to come full circle are the folks we spoke with um just uh, a couple weeks ago at stellar lumens and, yeah, and actually remember, the
1: uh, the founder of stellar lumens was also a co-founder at ripple and so right. the idea behind that was to take what was working at ripple get rid of what was not working and build a decentralized way for these banks to connect and what was interesting about that when we're going through that conversation and how there's a unique problem they're solving is so say for example you know you have a wells fargo dollar so you yeah know, like i have a dollar in a wells fargo account Well, that is a Wells Fargo dollar, right, as opposed to just a regular USD, so because it's tied to this particular institution, and maybe there's a Chinese bank that you're trying to transfer money to, and they have whatever the name of their bank is, they have a yuan, and you want to be able to transfer that. Now, traditionally what happens in in financial institutes is maybe it goes from, you know, Joel's in Denver, Colorado, so maybe it goes from Denver, and then it goes to New York City, and then it gets transferred over to London, and then it goes to Switzerland, and then goes to wherever else, and then finally it gets to China, right? It's not a one. It's Man, not an my,
0: a, my currency is seeing the world. Like, I want to go where that. my money's going.
1: <laughs> and it takes a lot of your money to do that, right? You take a lot of traveling. It costs a lot of money. So those remittance fees uh, for a lot of these currencies are really high, and especially in these third-world countries, right? And so what's happened a lot, like, say, for example, you're in in Nigeria, and you have the Niara Uh, Nigerian Niara, and you want to transfer it to someplace else, well, traditionally banks are charging you, in some cases, 20% of your money. And if you're only making $100 a month and you're sending $100 and you're basically, you know, 20% of that's gone. Now, what happens if you use stellar lumens is that's just like a percentage of one lumen and the lumen is like, worth a couple of pennies and so it's saving folks so much money the goal is to actually be the uh, the bank for the uh, help help the the unbankable be bankable right to, right uh, so
0: it doesn't cost them a fortune to uh, to send money and on that note it's time for a stellar lumens giveaway giveaway dun, dun, dun. Yep, that's right. We told you guys we'd be back this week for another giveaway. Last week, we gave away Stellar Lumens to the first hundred people that, what did they have to do? Oh, they filled, they signed up for our newsletter. Uh, yeah, which, by the way, we,
1: have, we, have, we have a ton now on the newsletter.
0: Yeah, which by the way, you guys can still sign up for the newsletter, but you don't get the Stellars for signing but up you for do the do newsletter. Get,
1: you do get first-hand information of upcoming things, so it definitely you, wanna, you to do that.
0: Uh, We need to update that page so it doesn't show the coin, the stellar giveaway on there, Travis. This is actually like now we're doing administrative stuff while recording the podcast. But if you want to sign up for the newsletter, and you do, uh, go to badco.in forward slash news. But if you want to be one of 100 people that we're going to give away 500 lumens to, uh, then here's what you do. Send an email to bad podcast at gmail.com and put I want lumens in the subject line and then put your email in anything else you want to say into the the uh, um, the text of the message but definitely put your email in there the first hundred based on the timestamp as they come in are going to receive uh, one or 500 stellar lumens each. And that'll, that'll close up round two of our giveaway. We'll have a new way to give away um, 500 to 100 people next week. If you've already claimed Lumens and you try to claim them again uh, with the same email, it'll say you've already got them. So don't try to double and dip. you're
1: going to get heard. mad at us and leave us a one-star yeah. review because we wasted <laughs> your time and didn't give you any <laughs> Lumens. Uh, we had that happen twice last week. Somebody was yeah, mad because we want, already claimed Lumens somewhere on. else or something.
0: I don't want to get down on that guy. He I think he feels bad for I don't want to gang up on anybody, but hey, send an email to bad I don't mind
1: ganging up. Let's do it.
0: At Gmail. <laughs> You're such a bully. Why you gotta be a bully? Uh, bad crypto podcast at gmail.com, subject line I want lumens, or gimme lumens, or lu- anything with lumens in it. And then in the um, the text of your message, put your email and say anything else that you want to say there. The first 100, we will send you an invite. If you don't get an invite, it means you weren't one of the first hundred to do it. And of course, we are grateful that you listen to us, and we love your reviews, whether they are on iTunes or our Facebook page, or you tweet us on the Twitters, or follow us on Instagram. All all the places, uh, it's fantastic. And thanks so much for listening to the Bad Crypto podcast. And uh, we've got a review here from an unknown user who came to us on Podbean. Is that an app?
1: Podbean, yeah, that is a. I believe that's a Android and iOS app to listen to uh, to listen to the podcasts.
0: What did it say?
1: <laughs> this one said. Uh, The Cheech and Chong of the Crypto World. (laughs) Nice conversational podcast. They lay down the basics very nicely for this newbie, which is ideal. Makes it easy to digest, which is great. Who is it? It's me, Dave. Uh, Open up. I got the stuff, man.
0: Who is it?
1: It's me, Dave, man. Open up. I got the stuff. Who? Who? it's dave man open up i think the cops saw me come in here
0: who is it
1: it's dave man will you open up i got the stuff with me who dave man open up dave yeah dave come on man open up i think the cops saw me
0: dave's not here (laughs) stay back